0: This is Jenny Allen and you are listening to The Made for This podcast. Hey guys, guess what? It's time for Find Your People is finally coming out. If you don't know, that is my new book. It is coming out 22 of 22. I know, that's wild, but you can get it right now. You can get it today if you pre-order it and you join the insider team. We are gathering all the people that are most excited about it. They're gonna get it early. You can get it early and be a part of our team. Guys, we're gonna do so much cool stuff in that group too. You can go to JennyAllen.com, pre-order the book and sign up there and we'll put you in a Facebook group and together, I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. We are going to launch this book together, but we are also going to give you all kinds of incredible things. We've got If Gathering tickets in person, we got Solo Stove, we got all these awesome gifts that you do not want to miss. So right now, pre-order the book, put that evidence in at JennyAllen.com and we will have you um, join our little tribe over there that is fantastic. And you'll love them, it's communal, it's fun. You might even find some of your people. Hey, guys. We are headed into an incredible year. I want to do several episodes of things that have been on my heart, that are on my heart. So first of all, this week, I just get to tell you kind of where I am, uh, state of the, the world, state of my life, state of ministry around me. And I just, you know, I mean, this is such a relationship, what we have here. Like, I feel like you let me into your car, your home, your your dorm rooms your your vacations you you take me with you everywhere and i don't take that for granted i know that there's something really beautiful about getting to be a part of your lives and so i thought let me just let you into mine a lot of times we're recording this with with goals in mind on topics that we're passionate about and and we're building out and producing you know months in advance right now this is being recorded you know all but live and so i just thought This one episode, I just want to give you a behind the scenes of kind of what I'm processing heading into this year and how I'm thinking about it, how I'm thinking about the world and ministry. And I guess first, I want to tell you, if you didn't listen last week, I shared uh, my talk from Passion. And I thought I'd start with a story around that because it really defines where I want to go this year and where I hope you all will go with me this year. Prior to, to... passion about two months prior, I knew what to say. I think I've told some of you this. I woke up in the night. I've never had this happen. And I just, God was like, this is going to be your talk. You're going to use milk crates. You're going to hold them. You're going to build a wall. I mean, in great detail, he told me the talk and the prop and how to do it and how to do confession. And that I was supposed to do that about 30 minutes in the middle of one night. Wild. Never happens. But it did that, that time. Then I go to passion, and I feel really confident, even though it's scary to do confession. Like I said last week, I really felt confident that God had given that to me and that I was supposed to do it. So then I go do it, and there's a million (laughs) reasons that it was difficult to do, but I did it and felt the Spirit just show up. And of course, as you know, they all confessed, and the light shone in, and it was just like, okay, Lord, like you are real. You had a plan. And you accomplished it in that season and in that moment through me. And it bothered me. I'll be honest. I, it kind of bothered me because there's about 10 other topics in my life right now or problems or stressors or things I need him to be clear on with me. And I've really been analyzing why was he so clear about that? Was that just so extra important and special that he had to be so crystal clear maybe? But... I think these other things are important and matter in my children's lives or my life. So why can't he be as clear in those moments? And as I've processed this with God, I want to say really clearly, he doesn't owe us anything. He didn't owe me that clarity for that talk. He, He never owes us anything. He's been clear. He gave us the word of God. It is more truth than we can digest in our entire lifetimes about who God is, His plans for us, and the future. Like, it is more truth than we can ever get our heads around forever. So before we walk around going, God, why didn't you tell me this? Why didn't you lead me here? It's like, well, have you really spent even this much time in the Word today receiving the truth that, that we know is concrete and from Him? So let me be really clear about that. But at the same time, I come from a side of the church that believes like It's only through the Word of God that God speaks, and the truth is He's speaking all the time, everywhere. Are we listening? Are we looking for the opportunities that God's given us right in front of our eyes? And I really believe that what the gift of passion was in that experience and some things that that I can't share that surrounded that was a reigniting of my faith and my listening that I feel so much more eager to hear from God. I'm not angry that he's not clear all the time. I just expect him that if he needs to redirect me or he needs something to change or he needs, he can be clear, right? And I'm not talking about an audible voice. Y'all know it's not that. I just mean I know what to do and I know it's not my own idea. I know it's not something I thought of. I know I didn't sit there and brainstorm that talk. I know I hadn't ever had any of those thoughts. In fact, I'd written two other talks that I thought were perfectly great prior to that. It was a complete redirection that night. So when something like that happens, I just know, you know what? This is not me. This is not coming from me. And so that's how it, how it looks for me. I know everybody's a little bit different, but he is alive and he is moving. And scripture says this. It says, Now to him who is able, this is Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So I want to break this down. Not to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Guys, I believe in the church today. We have lost our sense of wonder and awe and expectation that God can do miracles, that God can move around us in such supernatural ways that we can't explain it and we can't describe it. I've been there recently. I don't think it's, it's every single day to be like that. The sun rises and the sun sets, and that in itself is a miracle. But I do believe we have lost the expectation that he could or would. And this prayer, <laughs> now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even imagine, meaning that God has plans for your year. God has plans for your work. God has plans for your family and the people you love beyond your imagination. There are things that he is doing and plans to do that is beyond your imagination. And let me tell you the main reason we miss that is we are grumbling and complaining that we see what he hasn't done, so we miss what he is doing. And my hope and my prayer for us this year is that we would have eyes for the eternal because God does not think as man thinks, Scripture tells us. He doesn't see as man sees. He has plans that are eternal, that that. The workings of them in a given day, week, year, or month might feel small and trite and honestly like, what could that matter? What could obedience about this small little conversation matter? But it's all building towards things that exist beyond what we can ask or imagine. So we trust it and we work with them. If I lived for 10,000 years, I wouldn't be able to hear the stories and the fruit of what happened for 60,000 people when they confessed their sin. And all that happened because they walked out different and the lives that they impacted. I couldn't hear that until I mean I I just it would never ever be long enough to hear just that 30 minutes that God said, Hey, do this. It's scary. I know, I know you don't want to be, you're the new girl. I know you don't want to go to passion and like disrupt anything, but just do it. And then it's 30 minutes, no big deal. And yet all those people's lives. The guy behind me on the plane when I was flying home, he said, I want to tell you what happened when I confessed. He said, I confessed to struggling with suicidal thoughts. I've struggled with them in the past. I've gotten help. I've seen a lot of freedom in it, but but I shared it with the guy next to me and he started weeping and he shared back with me that he's never told anybody that he has and struggles with suicidal thoughts. That's one story, okay? One story where one young man said out loud the thing that has been binding him, the thing that could have potentially taken his life and all the fruit that will come assuming that healing grows in his life because the spirit began to work that day. It's the same with every act of obedience you have. I know that you're thinking, hey, my act of obedience is so little. It's not 60,000 people. Guess what? You don't know that. Because we don't know how many generations are left and how many lives will be affected by your act of obedience, and you may never see the fruit of it. But we have to start believing that God speaks. Listen and do what He says. That little prompting, that little nudge to have someone over for dinner, do it. That little sense of you know what I think I'm supposed to write this letter to so and so and my grandmother that that I'm not even sure is a Christian, but she's 95 and and she I don't know how much longer she has. Do it, or the idea for something creative that that you've had for a long time and you think, how is this even spiritual? But it keeps nagging at you, do it. Like whatever God has put inside you to do, do it. It says that he prepares in advance the good works we will do. If he prepared good works for you to do in advance and we don't do them, we miss out on them. Imagine the dominoes. I mean, he can reroute it, right? He's God. He can cause all the dominoes he wants to fall because of your life through someone else, but we don't want to miss it. So that's my attitude coming into this year is that we would believe big things, that we would quit being so distracted by the darkness and the struggle that is all around us. It has always been hard and it will be hard till heaven. So let's just accept it, deal with it. What are we going to do? We're going to think about it every single day, every single minute while we're here? No, we have work to do. Good works that he prepared in advance for us to do. And then scripture says, oh, Ephesians is so good. According, so now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Do you believe that God is in you? That he has given you supernatural power within your being? Guys, I think most days you get up tired and cranky. If if you're being honest and I'm being honest, tired and cranky. That is how you woke up. That is how you wake up regularly. And the reality is, and then we complain all day about all kinds of things. And the reality is there is a power working in you to accomplish more than you can ask or imagine. If you believe that verse and you head into that year with eyes looking for that, faith believing that that power is inside of you, I'm sorry, that changes things. That changes you. That changes you quickly, probably immediately. So I say we lay down cranky, complaining, grumbling, and pick up the spirit of power that God has given us, the Holy Spirit that has been issued to every single person that has trusted Jesus Christ. You have him. Are you accessing him? Are you believing him? Are you depending on him? Are you watching for what he wants to do and how he wants to do it through you? It's so much more fun. I don't think passion was special. I think God wants to normally and regularly lead me to the paths He wants me to walk on, to the good works that He prepared me to do. And I know the same is true for you. So we pray. We ask God, move. Move around us with anticipation, with expectation. Move around my life this year in ways that are beyond what I could ask or imagine. And guys, that might mean difficulty and that might mean suffering, but we have a different perspective about it. We have a different perspective about it because God has shown us the end. God has shown us where all this is going. To Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus all generations forever and ever. The verse ends with expectation of generations in heaven and Christ Jesus reigning on His throne. That's how we live. Knowing that even if today feels like the opposite of miracles and signs and wonders, even if today feels like the most difficult path of suffering, even if today feels like mundane and your big goal for the day is wiping down the breakfast table, this is ending in glory. This is ending in Christ Jesus reigning forever. So we do our best not to miss what He has for us today. And yes, for some of us and many of us, most of the time, it's small things, but God can move big in small things. this podcast is truly one of my very favorite ways to connect with you and we are trying to find creative ways that we can hear back from you because sometimes it feels like we're just speaking into the air out there and we know you're really out there there's so many of you listening and really have been with us since the very beginning so we want to hear from you so we've set up a new text message system where we can talk to you where we can tell you things what's going on we can send you free guides that we're building and tools that complement the podcast if you signed up for our text before this, this is a new system. So you're going to need to sign up again. Text the word podcast to 214-225-6267. One of the reasons I like this system is I'm going to be able to text you back. Now, not all the time, guys. I lead a crazy life with all my kiddos and, and work. But every once in a while, I'm going to get on there and reply. So send me messages. I would love to hear what this podcast has meant to you and just where you're from and who you are. So text the word podcast to 214-225-6267.